On this edition of New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking about crowdsourcing and what that means for your project. Let's go. How's everyone doing out there in the internet land? My name is Sobo Voice, and you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, powered by NewAmsterdam.com. You know, I say this each and every single episode, but thank you so much for listening and sharing and telling the world about the show. It only gets bigger from here, and I'm so glad to be a part of it, and I'm so glad you're here to be a part of it as well. Uh, New Amsterdam Radio was on, what, episode 24, which I didn't think it would be going this long. I thought I would do like a little eight-episode run and call it a day, but it's been totally buoyed by your support and keep continuing to share the show and tell your friends about it. Um, I'm doing okay, you know, trying to make the the best of the end of the quote-unquote summer here in Southern California. I use quotes because the summertime here runs like 10 months out the year. But other than that, and I haven't been to the beach yet, but I've done everything else. I had copious amounts of hamburgers and hot dogs, and I put my uh, tank top on for sun's out, guns out, tanned a bit, maybe unintentionally. Got all the summer things checked off my list, and as we head to the end of the season, I just want to say, man, I love summer. Fall is my favorite traditionally, but I love summer. It doesn't get as, not, as much credit as it deserves. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen this program that's coming on television this summer. It's called Chasing the Cure. Um, Full disclosure, I actually am part of another network where I do the after show to this program. Uh, But Chasing the Cure is actually an interesting take on the age-old question, what's wrong with me or what's bothering me? You see, uh, when we are feeling some kind of ailment, we usually... uh, tell a friend or we go to a doctor if we have the means or if you're like most of us we do a little internet searching and find out what could it possibly be with our symptoms and I can tell you one thing from my experience one the internet always gives you the worst case scenario uh two flu-like slim symptoms it can be used for a lot of things or can apply to a lot of things uh which is really kind of like the idea of this show chasing the cure people with diseases or conditions who don't know what they have they're diagnosed or or misdiagnosed they they go on the program and a team of doctors essentially uh collaborate to come up with a diagnosis as well as you know you can tune in and, and interact too via social media or email just with your suggestions as a layperson as to what's bothering people i haven't quite seen something like this before it definitely was jarring to watch at first but i do think that this may be the future of how we approach our problems uh what this is essentially it's crowdsourcing crowdsourcing is asking uh many people from many different walks of life and perspectives to give their two cents of what a situation can be and even though an individual response or opinion may not be the right answer uh ideally the idea is that you collect the information you harvest that information and you use it to make more informed decisions um yeah, so back to the, the show, it was really interesting to see how people who may not even uh, be medical professionals would say, hey, look, this affected my dad, this affected me, this is what I did. Um, and seeing those mini stories happening in the background while we're all in the same goal to solve the problem, the bigger case on screen, was something that was pretty fascinating. I know we're all artists and creators, and we want to make sure that we keep our perspective 
as a main through line in our project. After all, when people are become fans of your work, they want to become fans of your work and what you can do and what you bring to the table. But every so once in a while, it's always a good idea to get some opinions on not so much the, the projects you're working on, but sometimes some opinions on future projects or things you're considering. Uh, ultimately, if you're creating an art for an audience, which most of us are, I mean, very, very few of us create just for the sake of ourselves. Uh, we create things that we want people to enjoy or, or purchase or tell a friend about. Uh, it's always good to find out uh, what people are thinking. Now, you don't want to run into the, the situation of having a test lab all the time. You don't want focus groups to... Uh, totally impact your your work or your process but it's definitely good to see some perspective of what the potential market is looking for and what they can offer with it and what they can build upon uh, for example let's say you are a, a character designer you know you make fictional characters come alive uh in, in illustrations or stuff like that and, and you're thinking about making your own comic book and the idea the story is already set that is non-negotiable but you have some ideas of the character designs for this comic book, of how they will look and feel, the aesthetic, if you will. And you're kind of torn because you know the story that you wrote is strong enough to support those two or those three or those four different character designs. Sometimes it may be beneficial to reach out to some, a group and say, hey, what do you think? Um, sometimes those, those opinions from that group helps you to come up with more educated decisions. But ultimately, people who are part of the process tend to be more willing to engage with it throughout. They want to see if their ideas or comments or suggestions or perspectives are somehow implanted into your eventual work. And when they feel they're part of you and your revolution, that can equal a thing as, as little as sales or as big as following you and your growth of an artist. So crowdsourcing is a, a very important tool to keep into your toolbox. Whether how much you use it or how much you don't use it is ultimately up to you, but you shouldn't poo-poo or turn up your nose at the idea uh, or, or look at it as a threat to your creative process, where in the most cases, it can actually enhance your process and make your project that much better. As for the program on television I watched, um, I think it's only the beginning. I think there's going to be a lot more shows out there that are going to handle... Uh, similar problems with a similar structure. Maybe there it might not be a medical show all the time, maybe a music show. Maybe they bring out artists who perform and then they'll have a room full of judges discussing the particular artists and how they can improve up people buy in and crowdsource uh, their suggestions. And I'm pretty sure that musician can then, as an independent artist still, go on and release some music and have some fans built in who said, hey, look, I saw you on your show and I've been following your story. Or maybe that may be a crowdsourcing thing for, for sports teams and their combines and the way they prospect new talent. You know, have someone come out there and perform and, and then you have like scouts go back and forth like they do on ESPN, the sports networks, but also have people call in and chime in and, and even people from other GMs from other leagues and other countries can say, hey, look, if no one signs you to the NBA, the... I don't know, our country's basketball association equivalent may have a spot for you on one of our teams. Uh, the possibilities are endless, and it seems more and more that we, our people, are trusting more of crowdsourced than any other or any single opinion. Uh, I can tell you one time, if I pass by a new restaurant and a friend goes, you know, that restaurant wasn't really for me, I'll still go, well, I want to go and uh, find out my own. 
But Dollars to Donuts, if that same restaurant is on a review site like Yelp or Metacritic and they have like two stars or a star and a half, it makes you wonder like, wow, 100 people, 200 people, 500 people have a problem with the restaurant. Maybe I should stay clear for my own safety, if not my own sanity. Uh, yeah, we, we love the fact that there is truth and there is strength in numbers. And it's only fitting that, that TV as being the, the harbinger of traditional media and even new media uh, is the one that's the, that just tends to play around with this new concept and it's only going to get more and more common as time goes on so i would say implant that to your project into your creative process to see what that means and how you can elevate uh your next magnum opus if you will Ladies and gentlemen, this is all the time we have for this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Of course, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And you can listen to this podcast, any other podcast right now, wherever platform you're listening to, but definitely iTunes and Spotify and all that jazz. If you have something you want to reach out to me, I'm available on social media. I'm at Voice on Twitter, at Flobito on Instagram, and my website is flobito.com. Once again, I'm Voice. Thank you so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. And until next time, the city is yours.